fun guy. I just can't give you a whole spill. <laughs> what it do, baby? We got to <laughs> Yo, 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 yo. It's the two minute warning podcast. To Roy Jackson here with my co-host. Ooh, excuse me, y'all. Antoine, I'm right back at it again. And uh, want to give a special shout out to uh, uh, Scooter Magruder. Um, he let us use he let us use that uh that 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 sound bit up front. I got his permission, got his blessing. Uh, you're doing big things, my guy. Um, yeah, man. Keep it up, keep it up. I'm gonna try to see if I can get him on the podcast because I uh. I kind of know him. Well, not kind of. I do know him actually. So I'm gonna try to see. Yeah, if he... Don't don't downplay. You know him. Yeah, you, you know. know. I know him. Uh, have a good relationship with him and his family. See if I can get him on the uh, the two minute warning podcast as well. But we're back. Um, after some uh, unforeseen circumstances this past weekend, <laughs> more <on> my end. <laughs> um, man, we're just now those those, those uh, uh two two a.m. bombs. 2 a.m. bombs, and then I had a lot of, I was in a lot of pain this weekend, so we just now get into getting this episode to y'all, but like I said, I promised it, it would happen, so I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how I found out, right, I'm not gonna tell you exactly what happened, just know I was in pain this weekend, right, so I'm in pain, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I get a text from AJ, (laughs) I wake up, and he says, Kawhi to the Clippers, Paul George to the Clippers, I'm like, stop lying. So then I check, I check the internet. I go to ESPN. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, huh? Like, how did this happen? Like, how did Paul George end up in, 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 in LA? Like, bro, that is crazy. Like, absolutely I think, crazy. I think that's this the way the way he uh announced his decision is going to be one of those things where it's like. Where were you when this happened, type of thing? Because me personally, it it was. I mean, y'all know it was it was about two in the morning. Um, I was on my way to sleep. Sleep. I was tired. I was in the bed, and all day, all day long, all week long, my my phone was going off. So I'm checking, 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 looking for quiet news. Nothing. Saturday night comes, I'm in the bed, like I said, getting ready to go to sleep, sleep. Phone goes off, I'm thinking to myself, man, they probably trying to talk about some Wimbledon stuff. I ain't trying to look at this. But my other brain was like, you might want to take a look. I looked at it. I had to put my glasses on. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I woke up so fast. I ain't never had a bust of energy that fast. I can't believe that, man. Oh, my gosh. And then, and then I dropped it down. I dropped down a notification. It said, and Paul George being traded. Oh, wait, what? Oh, man. That was crazy. That is ridiculous. Like, that's just, it's just amazing, like, how he has that much pull. Paul George had three years left on his deal. Mm-hmm. And was able to, like, l- listen. <laughs> Everybody knows I'm not a LeBron fan, but LeBron got to be sick. So you spur me <laughs> to go to the Clippers? I'm a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, baby? <laughs> 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 
But we was all just on the phone. That you know was saying for the podcast. This is what happened, bro. He went to he went to he went to Paul George. He went to uh, Kevin Durant. And Woj was saying Kevin Durant was taken back, but he was like, nah. So he went to Paul George, and PG was like, hello. Kawhi was like, I'm a fun guy. You really just got to get to know me. How about you? How about how about you come to the Clippers with me? And we what it do, baby? <laughs> Paul George going text Sam Presti. Get me out of here now. <laughs> like, okay, bro. Like that is crazy. How all of this happened? Like, so we just gonna recap. Like, we are gonna get into this. Um, it's basically for today. We gonna we gonna recap the free agency because this is gonna be like a we we not gonna be in here too too long because it's late. So we gonna um we gonna recap free agency. Um, we gonna talk about uh the the um the women's soccer team winning it all. Um, we gonna talk about mm-hmm. Mexico winning uh, against the United States. Um, hey, and we'll we'll get to it. Go ahead, go ahead. And then and then you know we'll 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 talk about um how to uh. What's that? Go ahead and say it. What do you want me to say? <laughs> I'll say it. Oh, it took two out of three from the Philly. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we'll go That's ahead. That's what I thought. We'll, we'll go ahead and talk about that. Uh, that, was, that was painful. Very painful. Um. So let's get started with this, right? Let's go ahead and get started with this. What do... Alright, so before we get into the whole Kawhi thing, right? Before the Kawhi to the Clippers with PG happened, what was the the most shocking acquis- free agent acquisition to you before that before that happened? Um. Hmm. I'd say the. The sign and trade for D'Lo. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Because when I saw that... The sign and trade for D'Lo. Because I didn't see that coming. Nobody saw that coming. I thought he was just going to, you know, be out on the open market. Right. I didn't I didn't see Golden State saying, oh, well, we'll just do a sign and trade. Yeah, I didn't I, think they would do that. When I saw that, I was like... Huh? Yeah, that, that perked up some ears. That was... that. Whoa, wait a minute. I was like, yeah. I was like, they not dead yet. Nah. They still floating around. I don't know if they'll keep him because I don't see how him and Steph can play. Can play. To, I mean, I can see it for this year because it um it it, it takes some pressure off Steph because I think they realized in the finals that when Clay and, and KD's out, they don't really have another score. So they can just double team Steph and make everybody beat him. So I see why they got him. Now there's mm-hmm. rumors out there that they're not going to keep him, which at this point I don't really know who. Like, cause Sally's got a match, so he signed a he signed a max contract. So you got to get multiple players back for him, but not actual in, in actuality, like who's going to trade for him at this point? Because mm-hmm. the Lakers don't have nobody to really give up to trade for him. And yeah, it's, it's no, a, it's no, it's, it's and no it's asset. it's already been reported. I can't remember who who reported it, but LeBron is apparently playing playing point guard this season. So I saw I saw that on um uh, Bleacher Report. They uh they had a post. Saying um the potential Lakers starting five it was LeBron at the one, which had already had me like wait what LeBron at the one, Danny Green at the two, uh, 
Kuz was at the three, and uh, AD and Boogie was at the four and the five. That'd be interesting. And that'd be real interesting because, and that's I was listening. I was or not listening. I was watching uh, a quick tidbit of uh, Stephen A. Smith showed it uh, today when I came home from work. Mm-hmm. Um, he he be snapping on people. By the way, he he really be snapping on his callers. I'd be like, Dad, you got. You got the juice, man. He do, yo. Um, he be snapping. He was like, "I'm not in the mood today. That was a dumb question. And if I wasn't, if I wasn't on ESPN and if I was on Sirius Radio, I would have had some choice words today. I am not in the mood today, people." He was dismissing people left and right. He dismissed somebody because they couldn't answer a question within like about two, three seconds. Yeah, bro. He be doing it, yo. He really be. Yo. When you got caught like that, you could just. I can I couldn't do that, but he could do yeah, that. Yeah, that would make me mad. But anyway, um. There was one dude on there, he he, was, he called in and he said, uh, the two things, well, the one thing that both teams are missing is uh, point guard play. And, and the dude, he had a point when I started thinking about it because before, you know, Rondo would be the traditional one for the Lakers and uh, Pat Bev would be the one uh, for the Clippers. Um, and, and Lou Will, but, I mean, Lou Will comes off the bench. He, granted, he'll finish the games, but... You know, he does come off the bench. So, it, the, the guard play is is uh, shaky. And, you know, this day and age, you got to have a point guard. You know what I'm saying? Especially out west. That still ain't changed. You got to have a point guard. I feel you. But this is night out. I feel you, but this is how I feel about it, right? Especially when it comes to the Clippers. And I saw this on Facebook, and I wanted to uh, touch up on it. Yeah, Patrick Beverly isn't really a scoring option, but... You really have three top tier defenders to can throw at mm-hmm. you. You can start off with Patrick you know Beverly. I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You can start off with Patrick Beverly, switch with Paul George, and with Kawhi Leonard. Like you know what I'm saying, like yeah. it's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the same dude. Uh, he, I guess this why this why I had it like kind of just lost him in the in the in the woods, so to speak. When he said the uh, the Clippers don't have no uh, no rim protector, they got Montrezl Harrell. Yeah, he. So I yeah. don't know what he was thinking, but they got Montrezl. He ain't no slacker. You know what I'm saying? He's not. He's underrated. They could they could use a a, a backup big, but he's he's a he's a, he's a good person to play at the rim. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like it's really crazy. So I want to touch on some of these, right? So, notable free agent moves. You got Kawhi going to the Clippers with the Paul George trade. And the Clippers gave up a lot. Now, granted, they're still expected to be good, but they gave up a lot. You can never know what happened. Like, Kawhi could go down, PG could go down, and now that unprotected first-round pick is a lottery pick, and then the Thunder is right back in action. Uh, The Lakers get a consolation prize. They get Boogie Cousins. They're basically Pelicans Part 2 in Los Angeles. That's going to be interesting. You got Jimmy Butler going to the Heat. This one pissed me off because I really thought Jimmy was going to stay, and he left. I told you he wasn't going to stay. All right, shut up. But we got Josh Richardson. We also got Al Horford. We're going to be a beast down low. I don't know how we're going to score the ball from the perimeter, but apparently Josh Richardson is supposed to be uh, um, Jimmy Butler, a younger version of Jimmy Butler. You got Malcolm Brogdon going to the Pacers. I low-key think that was the most underrated acquisition of this free agency. That is huge. Malcolm Brogdon going to the Pacers. 
to help out with Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner and, and, and Sabonis. Now, when uh, Oladipo comes back, he has another a number two option. They were the third. Mm-hmm. They were the fifth seed. The reason why they went to the fifth seed was because they didn't have no score, which is why like I feel like Milwaukee should have kept Brogdon and got rid of Middleton. I don't think Middleton's better than Brogdon in my opinion. I don't even think Middleton's a star, so I don't know why. If I was them, I'd have kept Brogdon and, and got rid of Middleton. That's my personal Middleton opinion. Middleton got his money, though. I'll give him that. And he's going to have to produce. Get your money, black man. He's going to have to produce now that now that brought. I guess they felt like if I'm from the Bucks standpoint, well, we got to the, we pretty much got to the uh, second round without you, and then when you came back, it's when we started losing. So I don't know. I mean, conference finals. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, Kyrie and KD to the Nets. Um, you got Kemba to the Celtics. And then, of course, you know, you got D'Lo to the Warriors. And you got Terry Rozier going to the Hornets. Um, it's going to be interesting because with Kawhi going to uh, the West, it really makes it, I don't want to say wide open, but it's really like a two-team race, at least this year. Because I don't see the Nets doing anything with Kyrie. Like, I don't see him making a whole bunch of noise. Because it's, right. it's almost the same situation in Boston until KD gets back. The Celtics are going to be... The Celtics are going to be interesting because it depends on what Gordon Hayward does. I think um, yep, just about to say that. Gordon Hayward ha- has to take that next step in order for them to really be a serious threat. Like He has to come back mm-hmm. and be the old Gordon Hayward because you're paying him too much money. I low-key thought they were going to trade him to Indiana. That I could see. Like I could have... I thought like I could have saw like Gordon Hayward getting traded to Indiana, going back home, and playing with Oladipo and them boys. So I wouldn't be like I, I was surprised that didn't happen because I thought they were just gonna get Kemba and then um, go in a different and then trade Gordon. Right, and, right, right. And, and keep, make Tatum the Hayward to that. Correct. To that yes. Correct. And, and put and put Brown back in the starting lineup. Um, okay. Jalen Brown has to take that next step for Boston too. Um, if they're well, re- he has to continue to take that step because he's already heading in the right direction. Correct, but I think all of them took a step back last year. So they did. So this they year did. they gotta. And it's going to be just shows, that just shows you, you know, as as uh, rough as a, of a uh, of a year Kyrie has. Not not too much on the court, but just in terms of. Um, you know, chemistry and, and, and presence in the locker room and everything like that. That just goes to show you how much, like, one guy can change something. Like, one one superstar, one super talented guy mm-hmm. can, can set the dynamic of your team. It's going to be know? interesting because Kemba and Kyrie play similar, but Kemba doesn't have the drama that Kyrie has. But it's going to be very interesting to see how they... Like, here's the thing. Everybody says that... Kimba and Kyrie have the same uh Kimba and Kyrie have the same um the same style of play. But I think it was really more so because they had Kimba had to do it because he was the only scoring option. This is the most talent t- Kimba has ever had around him. So it's gonna be interesting to see how he gets Exactly. It's gonna be real interesting to see how he gets everybody involved. And that if the Celtics could be a t- in my opinion, they could be a top three seed in the East because I feel like it's it's really like what? It's really two tiers. It's the top tier, which is the the Bucks and the Sixers, and then you got the the next two tiers, which is the um, the Pacers and the Celtics, and you got everybody else. 
Just depends on. Um, I, thought was, I thought the Nets in that second tier. See, I don't just because I don't think Kyrie has enough help. If KD was playing, then it's different. That's why I said. I think, I think the. I, just because the net, I put the Nets in that second tier because even with Kyrie and DeAndre, they're a playoff team. Um, and well, not just obviously not with just them too, but like with the pieces around them. Um, I feel like they're a playoff team, but they're a, they're a, uh, eliminated in the in the semis from one of those top one of those teams. You just I mean, it's going to be play. interesting because Kyrie literally. He literally left one situation to go to the same situation he was in. You got a bunch of young guys who made the playoffs without you, and now you're coming in. So how are you going to incorporate them? You know what I'm saying? Into but now, but the different the the, the dynamic is different in terms of KD being there because even though KD's not going to be on the court playing, his presence is still going to be felt off the court, whether it be in the locker room practices. Uh, uh, team meetings, like all that kind of, you know, traveling, all that kind of stuff. I feel so, because you know the biggest thing with KD, uh, he left OKC to go to Golden State. It was, it was the same dynamic with with LeBron leaving Cleveland to go to Miami. They wanted to learn how to win. So now that they, he learned how to win, same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie learned how to win under LeBron. So he tried to leave, but it obviously didn't work. So now he can he can mesh with KD. So it's like. Both of their experiences confused to make one good experience. It's going to be interesting. Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's going to be very interesting. <clears throat> so, who are your favorites in each conference? I'll go first. I feel like it's definitely the, uh, in the West, um, it's the Clippers. Like, it's crazy because, like, the Lakers have, the Clippers have the wings and then the Lakers have the bigs because even though LeBron's like a small forward, he's I consider him like a big. He's like a a point power forward. So you got the you got the you got LeBron probably playing the three, AD at the four, Demarcus at the five. Which I coming off that bench. Correct. And I really thought that the Warriors would keep Boogie so that way he could be a primary scoring option to help Steph out. But I guess they I don't know what they're doing. To be honest with you, because I don't even know who they center is at this point. Um, it might be um, they were, they brought Looney back. True. So it's probably gonna be him. I don't know if he's a starting center though. I I, I kind of view him like how I view Fessus Azili. Yeah, but the only reason he was a backup because uh, once once Boogie got healthy, you're not going to not start Boogie. True. We'll see. Real quick, and this is for. These um, Warriors fans who swear they know basketball and they don't. As much as I love the Warriors, there's no way in the green God greens earth the Warriors are winning the finals next year. So please stop it. No. Please stop it. Saying that we don't know. Saying that, that, no. That, yeah. Let's clear that up real yeah, Saying that. that saying that we don't know basketball. And that ain't even, that ain't even biased from oh it's a Warriors Sixers fan. Oh Antoine the L A Bron fan. Because I actually that like the Warriors. The behind it. Because that I. The realism behind because it. I actually they like. Don't have enough. Exactly. I actually like the Warriors, but they're not winning it all next year. They'll be lucky to be a five seed out west because you got L.A. You got the two L.A. teams. Both of them. Yep. You got Utah's gotten better. Yep. Um. Of course, you got the Rockets. Yep. You keep them in the mix. Okay, so you take the Thunder away because that's that's gone. 
Um, yep. You got Portland, who's going to be better. Yep, you got Portland. Yep. If New Orleans, I, th- I think New Orleans comes on late and can probably be an eighth seed. I can see the same thing, making that stretch run to sneak in. Because Sacramento's going to be better. Exactly, because Sacramento I'm was... I'm not saying they out there with Golden State level, but Sacramento put together a hell of a year last year. They, they almost, and they they almost made them. the playoffs. San Antonio's not missing uh, two two playoffs in a row. That's not going to happen. No, they made, no, they made it last year. They made it last year? Yeah, no, they, got, they, they uh, lost to Denver in seven. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, no, nah, the San, San Antonio will be back. So, like, you got the Denver. Warriors. You said what? I think, I said Denver, but per- personally, I think Denver just had one of those, uh, one of those breakout years where it's like, other teams, like, because, you know, when Houston, when, two years ago, when Houston was the one seed out west, um, so, like, so Houston, they had, they had a good year from, from start to finish, but last season, Houston had all those injuries throughout the season, so they weren't really a complete team, so they was just, it was James Harden and everybody else. So now it's like, okay. So Denver, so so How really good is Denver going to be? But they still going to be up there. So they still going to be involved. So Denver had what Philly had not last year, not this season or this past, but the year before, a coming out, yeah. a coming out season. Yeah, a coming out party. Yeah. So but I want to see, and and I want to see if they can do what y'all do. I want to see if they can sustain it. And it's going to be harder because they're like, they, okay, so everybody going to be on to them. And then on top of that, you got to remember like. So the league was kind of balanced last year with Kawhi going to the East, but now that he's back out West, it just makes it that much harder. Because just when you think the Warriors are, you know, bam, they're done. What happens? AD goes to the Lakers. Oh, LeBron and AD. <laughs> now you eliminate the 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 Thunder because they're not getting in without without Paul George. But now you now now you create a powerhouse. In the Clippers, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the issue, because if the Blazers couldn't get past the Warriors, they not. If you know what I'm saying, they, listen, because that's Dame don't hit that shot of Kawhi's car, and I can guarantee you that. Nah. So it's going to be interesting. Nah. So who's who's your favorite for coming out coming out west? I'm for as of right now, as it's presently constructed. I'm going with the Clippers because Kawhi was smart. He teamed up with Paul George. Paul George isn't really Paul George can't be your number one option. He could be a great number two, but he can't be a number one. And so now you got two guys who are both who you got you got basically two of the top three way two way players in the game. Because how I look at it is it's. It's Kawhi, it's Clay, and it's PG. The only reason why I put Clay over PG is because Clay more consistent in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. Clay can sit there and and try to lock your man down and still drop thirty five. Paul George can't do that in the playoffs. At least at least we haven't seen it. Seen it yeah. So and I love I love me some Paul George, but you got two. Since he was in Indy, exactly. You got two of the top three, uh, two way players on the court. And you got Patrick Beverly, who was a menace. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think you know, just off of, off of first thought, top of the head, I'd say, I'd say the Clippers, too, because I want to see how um, how well how well the Lakers gel. Um, and, and the Lakers, the coaching, too, man. 
Yeah, Vogel. Frank Vogel. You know what I'm saying? That's not. That's somebody LeBron could just walk all over. But I think. Straight up about it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why they picked up Jason Kidd, though, so that doesn't happen. But we're going to see. And that, and they said that somebody said that on 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 Stephen A. Smith show as well. He was saying, um, well, Stephen A. was saying, um, he was like, he was like, I'm tired, I'm tired of these uh, franchises hiring these coaches, um, who they feel like they can manipulate. So like he compared, well, not compared. He he mentioned um, with Chicago when Phil Jackson left, how they went to Tim Floyd, um, and it was it was another one. It's, it's, it slipped my head, but. You know, that's somebody. That's somebody you can you can control from a behind the scenes aspect. You're not going to sit up there and be like, "Oh, Phil, we think you should do this." Phil's going to be like, "No." Exactly. I'm, I I got clout. I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was was Frank Frank Vogel? What he had his he had his heyday when he when he was with the Patriots. Pretty much. You know what I'm saying? When he had that squad with the Patriots. And obviously they couldn't they couldn't get over the uh, the Miami hump. Like this is why I feel like the Lakers were desperate, right? Living in Orlando, Frank Vogel, the Magic team that made the playoffs this year, was the same team he had last year, and Frank they were one of the worst teams in the league, and mm-hmm. they fired Frank Vogel and Steve Clifford, got them to the playoffs. So why mm-hmm. in the world would you hire Frank Vogel? Tell me, man, so you can, so you can sit up here and, and and you know move the puppet strings and tell him tell him to do this and he'll do that. And then it it like you said, with with them bringing in Jason Kidd, that'll be the uh, the balance factor in it all for LeBron and everything like that. But now you got now you got a reason to fire Frank Vogel, and then you got somebody to bring right in. Who, Correct. Who everybody's comfortable with, who everybody knows. It's going to be you know interesting. Because say, say the Lakers, say the Lakers start out slow or, or, you know, they start out well and then stuff hits the fan or whatever. At any point when things go wrong, if it continues to like go on a slide, uh-huh. then you could, you can, you can get rid of Frank Vogel. Don't, ain't nobody going to care. you be like, oh, we, we're going to make Jason Kidd the, uh, the interim or the, the official head coach. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then nobody bad to odds. Because it's like, it's expected at that point. And it was expected when he was hired. Because they were like, oh, Frank Vogel. Because we were supposed to be uh, Ty Lu. Exactly. You know? So let me ask you this. Wanna, they didn't want to give him give him his uh, his proper money. So let me you ask you. what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's a means to an end at some point. That's what I think. It's Frank Vogel's job is just, it's really Jason Kidd's in the waiting. He just, he just can't mess it up. He got to find some kind of way not to mess it up. So let me ask you this. So that's why that's why I give the edge to the Clippers. Okay. And them boys clap up, and they they clap up. Uh, Doc Rivers, great coach, great coach. Uh, excuse me. Lawrence Frank was a was a was a good coach, but he's even better executive. Um, Steve Ballmer is is uh. He's turned that shows. franchise around. Yeah. If I quick, if I had to quick. give out an owner, like over the last three years, that's like he's on it. Like he he needs to be. If they did like owner for like an owner a year for three years, he needs to get it because he turned that franchise mm-hmm. around. That franchise in disarray, and he turned it from it was a mess. 
It was a mess with with, with Sterling. That in a, in a matter of months, they were a mess, and he turned it around quick. For real, who would ever thought Kawhi and Paul George would go to the Clippers? Not even Kawhi and Paul George. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's At wild. Least not Paul George. I say Paul George probably telling. He got the text. He was like, "Why? Well, he trying to work out or something." He probably read it. It was like, "Trade yourself." He was like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> so, so where do you um? Top three teams, right? If you, if, you had, if you had to go top three teams in the West for next year as the rosters are currently constructed, I'm going Clippers, Lakers, Portland. Top three teams? Uh-huh. Give me, give me both L.A. teams. You could give me... The way it's constructed... I want to say Houston just because they, you know, are, but then again, I want to say Portland. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I didn't choose Houston. Right? Houston got too much. This I'm gonna say Portland. I'm saying Portland. Houston, okay. That's L.A. teams, and I'm saying Portland. All right. Go ahead. I'm. This is why I didn't choose Houston. It's too much disarray. They, unless they can like, there's rumors that we'll we'll, we'll get into that later. Actually. I just feel like there's there's too much disarray going on with them to where I think that current group of of the talent they have collected is is done. Like they they're not they got to shake up the roster. They're going to win a championship, but they owe too much money. And even though yeah, the Warriors went down, but now you got to deal with it. Was, what was one thing dealing with LeBron and Anthony Davis? Because I feel like they 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 could have took that, but you not they not beating Kawhi Paul George. I just don't see that happen because now you got two legit defenders that you can put. You can leave Patrick Beverly on Chris Paul and you could put Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and have them rotate on yeah, James Harden. Yeah, any, yeah, any given moment, just rotate. And you ain't got to worry about nobody else because mm-hmm. Harold could take care of, take care of Capella. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a big, like, James Harden's going to have to work for every single shot and I just don't think they're better than Portland Portland was able to I don't think they beat the Warriors but I feel like if they, they were fully healthy which is the problem they're not never fully healthy come to playoffs yeah they would have uh they would have they would have at least won two games against the Warriors maybe even possibly won a series because a lot of people forget they led the series more than Golden State did, and still it still got yeah. swept because they, they just didn't. Golden State made them run. Yes, yeah, and yeah. they just didn't know. How to, they ain't know how to capitalize. They ain't know how to capitalize mm-hmm. off them leads. Every single game, they had a big lead going mm-hmm. into halftime, and they just couldn't keep that it. Series realistically could have went four two Golden State. You said what? I said it, that series realistically could have went four two Golden State. It could have went. Could have got two out of it. It could have went four nothing Portland. If they would have just sustained what they would. Yeah, because every game they was up by double digits going into halftime. Every single game they was up double digits. Every single game they was up double digits. I'm not saying that it was going to be for nothing. I'm saying it could be if we playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If you if you learn how to sustain leads, you know what I'm saying, it could they could have been in the uh, NBA Finals. All right, so let's 
let's switch over to this, right? So, real quick, who who do you feel like won free agency? I feel like it's definitely the Clippers. Because, I mean, Clippers. granted, you gave up a lot. But when you get two players in their prime, you can't. Like, LeBron's in his prime, but he's on he's at the end of his prime. You got Kawhi Leonard fresh off a of finals MVP in a championship. And you got Paul George, who's now really he's really going to want to prove prove himself because he spurned OKC, so he's got to prove that he he's he's worth the draft picks. Cause that's that's really what you did. You gave up the draft picks for Paul George because Kawhi was coming regardless. So, uh, I want to congratulate the um the Mexico soccer team for being in the United States. Um, again. Yeah. Mexican, um, get it from my pop side. Never been, never been uh, shy from it. Never hid away from it. Always embraced it. Um, and when when Mexico takes the field in international play, you know that's 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 a, one of the squads that I absolutely root for. So, you know, say what y'all want, think what y'all want, but I'm glad Mexico took that. That's that's the second time y'all. That's the second time y'all beat us. Uh, within like what, both times we played in the finals or something like that was like two thousand what, nine or something like that, and then this year Mm -hmm. or some some nonsense like that. Um, so congratulations to the Mexico for winning. Congratulations to uh, the women's uh, national soccer team for winning. Um, big shout outs to them for uh. Yeah, they beat they beat the uh the Netherlands. For go- two nothing, right? Yeah, for for they're going they that they're back to back. Uh, big congratulations for them. Uh, real quick, do you feel? I honestly, and here's my opinion. I feel like they should get equal pay. Them they should be getting paid more than the men. Honestly, the men don't be wanting nothing, but the women be wanting everything. My personal opinion. Women women be out here, women be out here dominating, and and like you said. Not even get, get equal pay. Exactly. Like, they out here dominating. Like, when's the last time, like, I was surprised the men made it to the finals? I didn't think we were going to do that, to be honest with you. But the women out here just, <laughs> women out here taking care of business. They went back to back. When the it men's. World Cup, that's every four. That's, that's not like it's, you know, it's an annual thing. That's every four years. Exactly. When the men get to the World Cup, we so can't even designed, get. It's designed. It's like the Olympics. It's designed for you to groom talent and, and cultivate. Yeah, yeah, up and coming players, and we, they out here just sustaining, dominate. We barely, you know? uh, we, we when it comes to the men, we barely get out of a uh, group play. <laughs> the knockout stages, exactly, the man. Stages. It's, it's ridiculous. That. Like they, they definitely, they need equal pay, or they should be getting paid more. So y'all need to get on that. These women out here producing for the country and getting paid like getting paid pennies on the dollars, but these men out here making millions, and they, we, we, we can't even, we, we, we can't even get. Oh, just, oh, just, just bust. And, oh. and and before before we even switch off while we on it, I don't want to pronounce her name wrong, but on the on the team, Megan uh, Rampino. I'm like I said, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but you know, she she quoted the uh, the late great Nipsey Hussle in her Instagram post. Um, she keeping that marathon going, and and that when I saw that. That was real. That's that's something that gave me like real chills. Like, okay, that's that's something. You know what I'm saying? That was something. It was something special. So shout out to her. All right, Antoine. We gonna uh, 
transition to what you've been waiting on. <sighs> Chop on to Roy. Chop on. Oh, man. All right. So, like we said at the top, my Atlanta Braves took two out of three from uh, Roy's Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, like I said in the last episode, they mm. thought they was going to come into Chop County Stadium and, and, and do something. They they did do something. They took they took the first game. Nola went out there and, and pitched his butt off. He proved why he's why he's one of the good ones in the game. Notice I didn't say great ones, because you know, don't know about great places. So. All right, you a hater. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, he came in there and did his thing, and I remember I was talking to uh to Roy, and I told him. You know, y'all can't score more than two runs. Excuse me. And they they, they scored six in the in the last game. But we put up twelve. So our pitching is horrible, man. Like I'm our pitching is absolutely <laughs> horrible. We we out here we out here uh looking at uh Bumgarner. <sighs> no th- that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no no, no, no. That's who the Phillies need to get. We need to get we need to get Bumgarner. That's what we need, especially with. Especially, what you mean? We right there. We like a half a game out of the wild card. As bad as we playing. Listen here, buddy boy. Tell, tell, tell your players. All right, they suck. Number one. Y'all not going. Y'all not going. All right, Bumgarner. Listen to me. I don't like you because you always beat my team and you beat the Royals. When I wanted them to win. But. We're trading for you to come to Philly. And that will change the dynamic of the division. Alright. Alright. Listen. Bumgarner. We'll have two. You don't want. Listen. Bumgarner. He doesn't. He doesn't. If you don't want. uh, uh, The Philly fanatic. Ringing the bell. If you don't want. Fans screaming. Process this. And all that kind of stuff. Come to Atlanta. I'm gonna chop town. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's, that's just what it is. Oh, you're such a hater. He's gonna be coming to us. Watch. Philly's management. Solidify the rotation, and we're gonna make a run. Philly's management. I need y'all to get it together because your pitching is horrible. And the great words of Cameron. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of we blowing games because of our pitching we was up four nothing in the first inning how is it in the bottom of the fourth it's four four that's unacceptable <laughs> chop on man unacceptable chop on get it together get it together that's all i gotta say get it together i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm pretty upset uh acuna didn't didn't get out the semis in the 30s mm. i want him to win I well, expected him to win. Shoot, Vlad, Vlad Jr. lost. Matter of fact. Um. All right. So we we about to wrap this up. Let's let's so it's, let, let me let me let me hit you with this real quick, Antoine. Let me ask you this. I have three places where I think Russell Westbrook ends up. And uh, Victor was the first one. Victor Young, you know, from Fam, he was the first one to point this out. <laughs> he said Miami, and I agree. I don't know how. I don't think it. I don't think it would mesh. With him and Jimmy Butler, I say Miami. Mm-hmm. I say Milwaukee, but I don't mm-hmm. think Milwaukee's going to trade for him. 
I think Houston's a long shot because I don't see how him and him they and need, yeah they need another team in the deal. Yeah, because him and not even that him and Russell Russell Westbrook and James Harden are the same player. They play the same way now. I don't see how they can coexist on the court. It's not enough balls to go around. Pause. Go ahead. Pause. You. Yeah. It's not enough Crazy. basketballs. To, it's not enough basketballs <laughs> to go around for the player. And and with Chris Paul in the mix, Chris Paul don't he could barely get along with James Harden now. How you gonna get along with Russell Westbrook? There's a rumor going around that the Sixers to trade Ben for Russell straight up, but I don't I don't see that happening because I don't. Nah, that's not. Good. We need a closer, and Russell isn't a closer. That's the issue. He's a he just be throwing. Him and Embiid ain't even ain't even cool like that. Exactly. That now a dark they horse. Don't like each other. A dark horse for who I think, and hear me out, for who I think could get Russell Westbrook is Phoenix. Phoenix? Mm-hmm. See, okay. You pair him okay. with DeAndre Ayton, with Devin Booker. Okay. They can make some noise. That would be something, that'd be something to, to look at, but they, they okay, see, is uh, uh, they trying to appease to what to what Westbrook wants, so they, and, you know they just they doing that out of out of his dedication to the franchise, you know. Correct. Because don't nobody, well, I can't even say that. I was going to say don't don't nobody go to to a owner and say or a GM and say, hey, I want to go here, so trade me here. Because obviously, it just happened with Paul George. Well, so but I then again, no, like I'm not mad at Sam Presti, right? Because. And they said this in the article, and I, I see where he's coming from. He was like, look, we don't have a lot of time. When Paul George wanted to get traded, he could have said no. But then, you know, Paul George's not happy, and then all this whole scenario where it lags and, and, and messes up the team. So let me capitalize on that value and let me go ahead and trade him now to where I can actually, to where we can actually go ahead and, uh, and get maximum value for him. And they did. So... I'm not mad at Sam Presti for that. Start all over, rebuild. But I'm not gonna lie, and I, I, I told I told my mom this. It's it's uh, it just really shows how player driven this league is. It really is. It's nothing like the NFL. Nothing. And nothing at all, man. This the only thing that's happened like that in the NFL is obviously with with oh, I don't want to say his name, but with AB. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How he forced his way out out of Pittsburgh, and that was but, unprecedented. Exactly, guys don't sit up here and call the shots like that. It's a, it's a, it's a player-driven league, man. It really is. It really is. Um, but I think, man, and I, I know we talked about this before. I think it could be the Knicks because they got them, they got the space uh, for the money. Um, I mean, I don't know if they got all the space because he he has a lot of money on his contract. He's he's the highest-paid player in the, in the league. I mean. When he signed that extension, true, I can see that. That was that still hasn't been topped in terms of uh, record setting and all that. But, but I think, I think Westbrook wants to go to a contender, and that doesn't make them a contender. That just makes them playoff relevant. But they will get bounced. It'd be just like I OKC think, all over I think again. Him, if he if he got traded there, I think that's just enough enough of a spark for somebody to be like, okay, I might join you. You know what I'm saying? And and him as an individual. He fits that 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 New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, granted, he a, he a, he a Southern Cali dude, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but he fits that 
that that that New York presence. That's what I want to say. He fits that presence. He can he can carry that. You know, you see how he how he dresses off the court. You know, New York. They don't care. They don't care. Like they just throw on anything and they make it work type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. He he has that. Like I said, he has that presence. He has that oomph about him where he can. He has that buzz with something that New York needs. Like as good as as good and as great as Porzingis was in a Nick uniform, he didn't have that that New York appeal. Yeah, that mellow had. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Like he didn't have that 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 true, uh, uh, like that hero effect. That that one guy in New York, Earl Monroe, um, Bernard King, Mello. Uh, back in the day, Patrick Ewing, Stark, Houston. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Those kinds of guys. That's not that's not him. But Westbrook is that guy. So I, guess, I feel like that that'd be a great spot for. Him. I guess we're gonna find uh, out, right? Oh, oh, it's gonna be interesting because it's already heating up. Or, or hear me out. Or hear me out, right? I I, ju- I just thought of this. The Timberwolves. I'm sorry. Before you even get to it, real quick. If he did go to uh, if he did go to uh, to the Knicks, man, we right back in action with the whole KD uh, Russell Westbrook thing going back and forth because you know KD right over in there in Brooklyn. Yeah, that would be great. A train ride away. You know four, what I'm saying? Four but times I, I, a year. I'm sorry, I just wanted to get that out there. Go ahead. Four times a year, that'd be great. So I'm gonna say this, so we're gonna wrap it up. I just thought about this. Change the dynamic up in Minnesota. Andrew Wiggins, mm. Jeff T for Russell Westbrook. Cause they they I think they low key want to get rid of Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins needs a fresh start. There's no reason for for pairing all three of them together, but that way Minnesota still has his young piece in Wiggins in the future. Mm-hmm. They could try to build around him, uh, OKC, and you 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 pair Russell Westbrook and Carol Anthony Towns. I think that instantly makes their team better. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Without a doubt. Cause Wiggins, like 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 your boy. Uh, uh, Scooter Magruder said, man, on, on his video, he trolling around. He was like, we, we still got Wiggins? Uh-huh. Where we going with Wiggins? You that, know what I'm saying? Like, Wiggins ain't, he ain't it. He collecting that check, and he robbing them blind, because he ain't really, he ain't it. He ain't it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't it. But all right, y'all. Boys blind. We're going to wrap it up. I want to thank y'all for listening. Um, I uh, want to give a um, moment of silence. To Royal, uh, one of his family members died, so I just want to uh, say, Royal, you know, you're in my, you're in our prayers, man. Uh, if you need anything, man, just reach out, reach out to us. You know, you know my number, um, you know Twan's number. Uh, you just need to vent. You could, you could just hit me up. Uh, be yeah, more. It's been, it's been a uh, tough time all around, man. One of my uh, coworkers in the in the home depot, her uh, her father uh, passed away a couple of days ago from um, pancreatic cancer. Uh. So, so she, yeah, she's going through it as well. Rest in peace. Um, and another, another coworker, he lost his, um, his uncle, and his uncle, he viewed his uncle as, as, as a, uh, as a father. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. it's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of, a lot of tragedy going on, and, and that's that's something that nobody wants to see. That's something nobody wants to be a part of. Granted, you know, you know what happens, but you don't want it to to come into your life. You know, so our thoughts and prayers are legitimately with you guys. You know what I'm saying? No stuff. Um, y'all can uh, email us if y'all have any questions. Once again, T W O 
M I N Warning Podcast at gmail.com. We're on uh, Apple, Google Play Podcast, Breakers. <laughs> Say that one more time. Spotify. Spotify. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know what, Troy? I don't want to, before you, you know, before you give out, or after you already gave out all the info, I don't want to uh, have the last thing we talk about uh, be, a, be a sad thing. So we're going to uplift the spirits. And uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy, your boy, but my boy, Aaron Mountain. Uh, my man was on MSNBC tonight uh, doing, doing, a, uh, doing one of their shows. Um, he was speaking on... Uh, an article he had he had wrote that um went in the El Paso Times and and it, it made its way to the uh to the New York Times. Um he was talking about the conditions on one of the uh one of the facilities with uh border patrol and how um you know immigrants and, and, and migrants are, are, are being held there uh in horrible conditions. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to my dog, my boy Aaron three oh three right there. Mad respect to Aaron, man. Mad respect to Aaron, man. It's good to see when when uh when hard work pays off, man. We so proud of you, bro, for real, for real. Cause that's that's like that's that's major seeing one of one of our uh one of our boys on T V, man. So that's major, man. Mad respect to you, man. Uh keep it going, man. We're proud of you. You gonna make you gonna do big things. We uh you heading to the top. And uh, with Keep that, the marathon going. The marathon continues. And with that, man, yes, we sir. gonna be out. All See right, y'all. Next time. All right. Nobody talk to me for at least forty-eight hours.